Okay. We got glow. We got glow. I don't know if I can speak on it. We got glow real apart. So I want you to hear a little bit of her insight. Where I tell you, we was gonna do a part two, listening to what she had to say per se. We watch a couple of her videos and stop and break down. But you can push you right there. Then what the fuck is happening? Oh, so, bam. I met with Gotti. So, remember I told y'all, I went to like a couple, a handful of labor meetings. Everybody was like, it was a deal breaker. It was a, it was a deal breaker when they found out that I didn't 100% own the song, right? And I was telling people this. Now, let's stop it right there. If that was a deal breaker, then what does that mean? In common sense, common sense of music, what does that mean? Obviously, that you're you're trash. They want what they want this song because this song they're gonna they know they're gonna be able to make a lot of money with this song right now. You know what I'm saying? So obviously they didn't give a fuck about nothing else you had. They didn't care about your future or anything. They really just wanted a song. They really wanted a song. That's it. Because they can keep on remaking it, remaking it, remixing it, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? The TikToks and all that kind of shit. It was going to keep on getting played. Probably ringtones. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's that's the reason. Like, they're telling you right then and there for you to keep saying. For you to say that is like, it just shows the, the ignorance of her. Like, Basically, boo, like, we want the song, and it, and it was a deal breaker. They said it's a deal breaker? Like, come on, now. So how the fuck can I, how the fuck can I sign a song to my contract, and you already signed it? Like, make it make sense. Like, please, how the fuck can I add a song to my contract that you already signed over without my permission? Please make it make sense. She don't make nothing. So, anyways, um, the last label meeting I went to was we got it. Like, I'm mad, y'all. Every label that you could think of, well, I'm going to say most labels are trying to sign me. So, bam, God signed me on the yacht. Nah, well, God called me, like, come to Miami. And God, I ain't going to lie, was trying to get up with me for weeks. And I was, like, going to everybody else label me. So, I was like, okay, for God, I was like, Come, come to Miami, you know what I'm saying? So I ended up going and shit. Cause like I said, he had been trying to get me for weeks, but I was just going to see what everybody else was talking about. No, God had our real bicycle session because we talked to him on the phone. I was like, um, this is when we found out that it was a lot of legal bullshit going on the song. This is the part that I can't talk about either because it's some legal shit. It was going on the song, so we was on the phone. God, God was like, Shit, well, what's your next step forward? I mean, what else you got? I'm like, shit, I got a whole, you know what I'm saying? I, I got good music. I got the one who wanted you. Like, all right, I want you to come out here so I can hear that shit. Bam. Got it, flew us out to Miami. Met him on the yacht. I'm talking about as soon as I got there, he was like, shit, let me hear what you got. Because you like, apparently, F and L. I ain't signing you all F and L because, you know, he knew that was my song. So he like, let me hear what you got. Played all my unreleased shit. I'm like, nah, I gotta let him hear this shit, you know what I'm saying? I wanna drop this shit, so I'm playing all this shit. God, I'm like, yeah. He knew I was hard, like, he just listened to all my shit, so. So, um, yeah, he knew, like, he was past, um, he was past it. Like, he really, he was the only label, the other label was trying to lowball me, like I said, because F and F, they didn't believe in my other music. 
They were like it was hard, but they were still trying to love by me. They were trying to give me little ass deal. You see what I'm saying? You see, you hear what she saying? All the other labels was trying to lowball you. They didn't believe in her other music because it was trash. It was trash. You got <clears throat> once you get a person to fall in love with you, like then they'll keep on. But like I said, it's only a matter of time before that music dries out. And so God was like, "We gonna see what's up with your other music." You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Show me what you got." Let her, I let her hear all my other music. One of the first songs I played with tomorrow, so bam. That's when me and Gotti got them. News Nation is a way of looking at America. It is about common cause and concern. It's you, it's me, it's we. That is a nation. That's News Nation. Purdue University Global. Apply now at purdueglobal.edu. I know this. This one, oh, she, we tell me, this nigga signed the song over the second day. Like, we were going to label meetings together, man. You mean, he, he, he went to like two, three label meetings together. And we talking about the shit. And he ain't saying out one time that he signed the song already. He was just saying, um, you know, I got something going too. I got some something in the works for us. But he he signed the song the next day. Like, 50K, you didn't even let the motherfucker do what the fuck you're supposed to do. Trying to keep that shit a secret because you did some stupid ass shit. Yeah, so bam. He signed the song for 50K. That's I found out. He didn't never tell me. I found out because I went to a label meeting. And they were trying to, it was a label meeting in LA. A label in LA, they were trying to sign me. And they looked up all the shit and they were like, the song got already signed. So honestly, a lot of people were trying to sign me to sign F and F under their label. Like they wanted to own F and F. I couldn't sign to a lot of people because the people wanted the song. After they found out I didn't own the song, they'll be like, it's a, it's a deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll be like, let's to the rest of your music. They didn't really believe in me. Like they wanted F and F. They really didn't care to hear my other music. Bruh, what are we talking about, babe? What are we talking about, man? You just clarified everything that I was just trying to say. Everybody that's back in hick hit, everybody that's saying things about the situation, that's that's looking at it from not you know not looking at it from the love that they have for you, but just listening to what you're saying and like, bro, you're you're ending this case like this case is closed, bro, like for real. So, damn, um, we at the hotel. He comes to my room. Trying to explain, sounding slow and shit. Like I said, I ain't even trying to bad shit. He just fucked himself off and trying to blame me for shit. So bam, what the fuck happened? Okay, so we in the hotel room in LA, and I'm I'm mad as hell this one. Cause I'm like, damn, he went behind my back and signed the song, and you and all these label meetings with me knowing you know I already signed the song, and you knowing everybody, it's a like every everybody want like I said, they want to sign the song, cause they like. You know, we can sign her, give I'm talking about good ass deals, but just off the fact that they like, uh, okay, we seen it say he keen and go real so it ain't your song. It ain't hundred percent your song, so we can't sign you off with it. was a record deal. <laughs> it, it, was, it, was a, it was a deal breaker right off the bat when they found out it won my song. Like I said, he wasn't saying that at first. He was going to my label means with me at first. Cause I'm I'm I ain't gonna lie, I'm slow as fuck at the moment. I'm thinking he know about this shit because he done been in the industry a little bit with Meek Mill. And whole time, 
Cause he he just started acting like he can talk and shit. So whole time he came motherfucking <laughs> y'all. <laughs> My name is right, So okay, so we in the room. He like, yeah. So you know, I remember I told you I had something going. You didn't tell me you trying to fuck song. You got me in these label means blind as fuck. So like every time I tell them that my son, they'll try to lowball me. They'll be like, okay, well, honey, K, hey, or we got you this because like they not they like okay, well we don't know if your other song's gonna blow, so we not gonna put all our money in you type shit. So this type shit that was on me. So bam, um, <laughs> so bam. I keep saying so bam. If y'all talk shit about me, son, saying so bam, I'm up. This how I tell my story. Like clap. And I say, man, I... no, this is so crazy, fool. This is so crazy. Like she, this is like, like I, like, like I said, bro. She might as well. Like he, he, he might as well go ahead. She might as well. I told you he made a mistake, you know. So it's like, you know, it's a, it's a fifty fifty situation. Like I said, in the in the first one in the rap game. You know, once you make a big, big mistake like that, then you're done. There's no more, there's no coming back because nobody will always, they will always feel like you're going to do something else. And then especially by him being how he did, they ain't going, you know what I'm saying? So, I just want to know who the hell did he sign the song to? That's that's all I understand. It's like, if he signed the song <laughs> to somebody, <coughs> then... How is he still trying to recruit, or how is he even being took into court? I just don't understand what. <clears throat> that's the aspect that I'm really, really trying to get into. It's oh really man, so Hit Kid came out and admitted that he was wrong about not being transparent with the distribution deal that he did for the single FNF. Now I'm gonna get into more details. It looks like this is a situation where both of these people are green, brand new to the industry. And even though Hit Kid has been producing for a good little minute, it seems like two things. One, he had his own vision. And two, he was in over his head. This is Now one thing I can say hearing what this guy just said is probably what, what Hit Kid what his kid thought he was doing, he thought he was, he thought he was selling, that he wasn't selling the song. He thought he was buying promo. Now, now hearing what he said and read, read it, uh, jot my memory back to some of the stuff that he was saying, a distribution deal was a, di a distribution deal is different. A different a distribution is, uh, let me see, like I think when Shy Glizzy dropped. Um, I'm so awesome. He he had a 300 distribution deal, so that just means that they're going to distribute the music. That's that's how it's going to blow up for real. You know what I'm saying? So it's still kind of like he still kind of got the song to blow up though. To be perfectly honest, and for real, for real, he can kind of do whatever he want because you didn't pay for the fucking beat. Nobody is explaining the fact of how she got on that song. You see what I'm saying? Producers always like that, like nigga, that's they beat until they say otherwise. You know what I'm saying? If they haven't got any money. Higher day, so many things have unfolded. We have situation where here kids speaking more. We had Glorilla doing a full blown Facebook live. Is she keeping it real? She staying on Facebook with all her ratchet ass friends over there. That's how she coming. She keeping it kosher. Also, Anthony Holmes, the founder of Power ENT and longtime friend and business associate of Hit Kid, he spoke about a situation too. So everyone has been filling in and talking 
talking their shit. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you the summary of what's going on. Make sure y'all smash the like button, subscribe if you're new to my channel. Godspeed merch collection out right now. Go ahead and get it right. Now let me tell you what's up. So I explained in depth in my last video what Hickhead's vision was. He had a vested interest in female rappers and it looked like he kind of wanted to start a female rap group. So he met five young ladies from Memphis, Aliza, Kay Carvin, Glorilla, Gloss Up, Samaroni. He met all of them and he had them doing songs. And then within that time, he was working on a project, an album for himself. But it seems like he did not have a situation at that point that he was working on that project. It looks like he was making the songs first, making the songs first, and then he was going to go and shop the project to different people. Now, he calls Lorilla up to come and do this one beat that he initially had for Megan Thee Stallion. And I had sent the beat to myself, so I'm listening to it. I was like, I think I'm gonna send it to Meg. And once I got home, I had sent it to uh, T. Ferris. And, um... Credit Karma connects your finances in one place to help your hard work pay off. Download the app to get started. Like this for me, he already knew that I was sitting it for her, mm -hmm. but he ain't say nothing back. I feel like the next day, I was like, bro, I'm not gonna wait. <laughs> I ain't, ain't want to wait because it'd be too hard. I said, I'm gonna use this for my album, but I still want to lay down here. So then I started thinking, I was like, I want to get somebody outside the girls. And I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna get one of the girls. And I feel like Glow had the best voice for that beat. Megan Stallion wasn't responding quick enough. So we got Glorilla on the song, and that song became Fuck Nigga Free. And also, if you guys did not know, after seeing the success of Fuck Nigga Free and kind of feeling salty that she passed up on the shit, Megan Stallion decided to go with the hit kid on the single from her last album featuring Future titled Pressurelicious. So yeah, that was produced by Hit Kid right there. But let's get back to the story. Fuck Nigga Free goes up, it goes stupid. At this point in time, Hit Kid is like, okay, this single's doing great. Now it's time to exercise my master plan. Since my song with this girl blew up, and she already raps with these other girls on several different songs, let me go ahead and get a distribution deal so I can get a budget to make a project with all these girls. So Hit Kid went and did a distribution deal with an advance for 50K to go ahead and produce an album that featured the girls. And the lead single for the album was going to be Fuck Nigga Free. He said, I'm not going to put this on my other album anymore. I'm going to repurpose this single and put this single on the album with the girls. Therefore, I get a budget. All the girls are happy. And I'm able to make a great project. Glorilla did not know this. She didn't know this shit was going on. Glorilla was thinking that everything that her and Hit Kid was doing was on some duo vibes. And she just liked making music with the other girls. She did not want to be in a group and do a group project with the other chicks. But after that point, based on both side stories, Kid Kid and Glorilla continued to do more and more meetings with different record labels that was trying to sign Glorilla. Kid Kid in his mind like, okay, they're trying to sign her for the song. Nah, they gotta sign her as the artist, you know? And of course they can't sign her for the song without signing him because the song belongs to him. Now Hit Kid admitted that he would go into the meetings with these different people and fuck up. But at this time, just like my first time really meeting with all these labels and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm at the same time, I know some stuff, but I don't know everything. Glorilla would start having 
record label meetings by herself. Now, I seen people that was kind of like messed up with her southern accent, so I'm gonna go ahead and speak for Glorilla right here. I'm gonna go ahead and say everything she was saying in the live to get you guys up on what was going on. Almost all the record labels in the game was offering her contracts, but they needed that song to be included in the deal. Now, they told her, look, we see this song right here says Hit Kid and Glorilla, so the song is not exclusively yours. What's going on with that? Lo and behold, she ends up finding out that after these record companies did their research that he had already done a deal with the song. We in L.A., a label head, he either me or Marcus. I had a label meeting in L.A. Man, y'all, I ain't gonna lie, I, did, I went to like five, six different label meetings before I signed. So like everybody was trying to sign me at one time. Like every label you could think of was trying to sign me. So, um, and I don't even feel they're trying to sign her. They weren't trying to sign her like, Yes, mind you, yeah. they were trying to sign. They were trying to sign. I've heard everyone. Everyone in the meetings that we went to, they like play some of your shit. Let me hear the rest of your shit. Yeah, because know. no, originally everybody was trying to sign. <laughs> but okay, you know, smoke smokehouse. Um, but now you just heard what the friend said, bitch. You're lying. You're you're clearly lying. Like you, she just said that it was getting shady for her. Like what the girl, what the girl just basically tried to say was, they ain't want you for that. She made what she tried to say is she tried to come up and say they ain't want her for the fuck nigga free. Don't get get it twisted. They wanted to sign her. They were they were trying to sign her for Glorilla. That's bullshit. Like in the beginning of this video or in the last video that we just watched on this same live, it's like is this the same girls? It's a different girl or something? Cause like like damn like you were just sitting there while she was saying. The other thing that it was getting it was getting hard when they found out it wasn't her song. So what do you mean? Like she just see it, this is a prime example. Hey, I'ma say whatever. I'ma say whatever so I can keep on getting my head done too and my nails done too and to sign open up for song. Everybody like they saw open up blowing up, they knew how big it could get. They were trying to sign me. So, bam, I went to the label, man. I'm talking to them. You know, they finna give me a, I, they sound like they finna give me a good deal. So, he went on YouTube. He was like, um, this song already signed under somebody. I said, what? So, honestly, a lot of people were trying to sign me to sign F and F under their label. Like, they wanted to own F and F. I couldn't sign to a lot of people because the people wanted the song. After they found out I didn't own the song, they'll be like, it's a, it's a deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll be like, little to the rest of your music. What, now, what, now, hold on, okay. Now, two seconds ago, your friend was just saying otherwise. Like, y'all lying in the same, this shit, this shit. <laughs> they didn't really believe in it. Like, they wanted if and if. They really ain't to hear my other music. We was trying to already do an album together, me and the girls. And which we already agree, all the girls agree. So I'm like, you know what? Since Go is on the song, I might well take this song and put it with the project to do the whole album together. Cause it makes sense. Cause you know, it was moving pretty, it was moving pretty well. But at the time, I feel like I had needed some more power behind it. So that's why I did. I went ahead and did the distribution deal, and it was a fifty thousand dollar advance, half for front, half at the. We own the castle. This is a way bigger renovation than we anticipated. Introducing Wells Fargo Premier. Banking, lending, and investing. Designed around you. 
and it was a fifty thousand dollar advance. See, this what this what you gotta understand. This what you gotta understand. The guy, kid, kid, he made a mistake because he broke their trust. But what he was doing was intentionally to help them. He was really trying to help them out. Like th this would really, really help them out if they found out that if you know this is a distribution deal means that there were places that were flooding the scene with the music. They were flooding like everywhere you was everywhere you look, pe people were hearing the music. They were showing it. They were YouTube ads, YouTube pop-ups. They were putting a video, you know, you see person, you know, they were putting it everywhere. So you know what I'm saying? So it blew up, it blew up organically, you know what I'm saying? Because remember the first time most people that have seen it, well, like when we seen it, it was on like <clears throat> like rap house TV. But you know, that could just be because that's what I follow. But that that's what distribution does. Distribution sends it to this is what it is. Vlogs like Rap House TV, they're just like all the other blogs, like Next Level Hip Hop, Saint Cheese TV, um, uh, what's what's the Grindhouse TV? What they do is they steal what the big blogs take to make their page look like they're elite as well. You see what I'm saying? They post crazy shit, graphic shit, all like killing shit, support system shit. You know, they 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 post all positive shit. It's supposed to be like a a general I've ran I've ran one of those pages before. Like you have to post everything. When something when something's happening, something's horrible happening, you have to have news, you have to have time to so so when once they seen you probably thinking like, how did a distribution company get to this little blog, Rap House TV? Because Rap House TV is following the big blogs and once the big blogs take from what they see, everybody got the regram app or however they snatch it, they gonna snatch it off. But most time if you pay, if you if you know if you do that shit for real, then you're probably paying, you're probably paying like six dollars a month or five dollars a month for that app so that you can regram shit and, and restamp it with your logo to put on your TV like you drop the shit. You see what I'm saying? Or it'll also show the artist like, oh damn, uh, Rap House TV posted me, uh, Next Level Hip Hop posted me, uh, Hip Hop Daily posted me, Local Hip Hop, you know what I'm saying? Everything that posts, DMV Hoods and News, they posted me. So you kind of like, you're getting your stamp of approval so your page gets out there, but it's also a good look for the big artists to see too. Like, damn, that's what's up, they show love and posted my shit. Because you hear people say all the time, like, oh, man, no blog wanted to post me, you know what I'm saying? Half for a front, half after it finished, but the person who get the advantage is the person who owned the masters, which was me, of the project. So I was gonna give, I was gonna break the twenty five thousand up amongst the girls after the uh, album was finished, cause you know I was just breaking bread, I was just gonna break bread, and I was gonna keep the other twenty five thousand. We at the hotel. He comes to my room, trying to explain silence slow, and she like I said. I ain't even trying to bad you. He just fucked himself off and trying to blame me for his shit. I would go to her room and be like, hey, look, I messed up about this. Because I'm, I'm, I'm learning as I'm going into the meeting. I'm like, hey, look, I messed up. Her, her manager was in the room, too. Or well, I called her manager in her room and we'll sit there and talk about it. Um, I'm like, hey, look, I messed up saying this. I really shouldn't have said this because I just got to learn. Because like, they taking what I'm saying and 
turn into some whole other industry mess and I'm like, bro, I ain't really feeling this. And I can tell she she thought I was trying to like uh backdoor her, but I explained that I had did a distribution deal for the album, which is which F and F is on and the album was uh, with all the girls. So it was if I was her, I'm like, yeah, this is down to sketchy. But I was trying to work to it, it, it wasn't it wasn't sketchy, but I was trying to work to make sure she understood it and that her manager understood it. But I was like, bro, we gotta be on the same page. Cause at first when we went out to LA, we went out on the same page. Now in some instances, what could have happened is that hit kid, if he never done a deal for the song, if he wasn't thinking just for his vision as far as, you know, doing a group project, if he was just thinking as an individual, he could have been able to say, okay, we can go ahead and get a deal for this one song and that could be leveraged for you. And then from that point, they can go ahead and give you a deal also for an LP or EP for an album as well. But he was thinking, I'm gonna leverage this song to get more out of my record company. But that wasn't clear to grow real. She didn't know what was going on. So of course, he admitted himself that he understood that she looked at him like you doing bad business because she shouldn't have found out that he did a distribution deal for the song in that manner. And I'ma tell y'all this right here: it's okay if he goes and get a distribution deal though. It's his song. But the problem came with Glorilla and him is that he leveraged Glorilla in his distribution deal. He signed the deal behind my back. I didn't sign. He supposed to have my fucking. Hand. He signed the deal with the song. Didn't tell me nothing about it. And the deal was this why he mad because I won't do no more songs with him. The deal was he had to do a whole EP with me and the girls. So that's why he was trying to talk me into being in the group again. And I'm like, why you trying to make me be in the group again? No, I'm blowing up solo. All of us can blow up solo. Like I been said, I ain't want to do the group. So. He was like, basically, the deal he signed with Black Noise for uh, 50K was the girls do an EP. All of them do an EP and get on an EP together and produce type shit. I didn't do this, like I said. They fucked up so deal, really. Because originally, I was on the Shabuya song. I didn't get on it because of all this fuck shit that's going on with him. He made about that, too, because I didn't get on. I like, I was on the original Shabuya song. So that's the shady part that comes from his side. And that's why he's like, all right, I'm going to give a humble approach because she's right. I was wrong about not being transparent. That was the point of uh, going over about the $50,000. I could have went about it a, a better way. Most of the record companies pulled away because they realized I'm not going to be able to make any money off a of fuck nigga free. Yo Gotti called. Yo Gotti called and said, what's up with your situation? She explained everything to him. And then he's like, okay, I'm understanding that I can't sign you for a fuck nigga free. Show me what else you got. She flew down to Miami on a yacht and she played all the other music that she had for Yo Gotti. He heard tomorrow and blessed. And from that point, Yo Gotti was fucking with a heavy. He was ready to go ahead and make a deal happen. Post to what was said in the previous video, I reported that Hit Kid said that Glorilla used CMG lawyers in Glorilla said that it's false, that she did not use CMG lawyers. He's saying I use CMG lawyers. My lawyer is not a CMG lawyer. He was trying to get me to use his lawyer, though. He was like, use my lawyer, use my lawyer. No, I'm not using your lawyer, you man, because I'm not using your lawyer. I, I used another lawyer, and he not CMG lawyer. His kid came back and said, listen, I did. I did tell her she could use my lawyers, but I also told her that... Your avocado toast. Yeah. Yeah, when the only thing your eight-year-old will eat is waffles, it mattered. Interest if you would do that. 
Now, another thing when it comes to the song, Kadeem Phillips from Power Entertainment, he said that, listen, everything was 50-50 down the middle. He was giving her 50% masters on the song. And that the reason why Glorilla isn't seeing any money from the song is because she signed over her masters to CMG and she would not receive a dime until she go ahead and, you know, recoup the advance that she received. You don't really get money from songs until like nine to 12 months after, you know, the song hits and starts going to collect all the royalties and stuff. That's how it works. Even Hit Kid admitted that I haven't received money for the song either. We are still letting things go as far as um, collecting my royalties. Hit Kid is gonna receive his royalties quicker than Glorilla because she has to recoup her money that she was given in advance. Probably sign her masters of that song over to Yo Gotti so he was able to give her more money because she signed the masters, her percentage, over to him. So that's how Yo Gotti said I could get in on the deal in that way. But Glorilla said they are not offering 50% of royalties as a lie. That's what she said. She said they are not doing it. They are not giving up 50%, but let's keep digging. Ooh, this is where shit get real, and this is where the problems come. Glorilla is ready to put an album out, and she wants to put Fuck Nigga Free on her album. Hit Kid has already done a deal to go ahead and include that song on his album that's going to feature the girls. Remember when I told y'all in the last video this is very, very similar? to the situation with Jeezy and Gucci Man over the So Icy song, this is the same damn thing. Both of these people have a hit song that's making their careers right now in a very, very early portion. Both of them have signed deals, and to fulfill their deals, they want to use this song. Glorilla, she doesn't have to, but she's playing with house money right now because she has a stronger record label, more money behind her to go ahead and fight in court. Hit Kid, he has to use his song because he really has nothing else. So Glorilla's team, Yo Gotti, you know, Yo Gotti's also backed by Rock Nation and shit. They're coming and saying, we're going to take this song and we're going to fight y'all in court for this song so we can put this on his album. So they're trying to strong arm Hit Kid. And Hit Kid is left like, damn, I don't have a big team behind me to fight, but I'm going to fight because... My whole deal is left with this song. Like, this is my shit. This is all I got right now as far as what, what I own. Yes, I may go ahead and sell beats to other people, but as far as my... Man, I wish I could see these broke-ass broads in this man's studio partying, drinking. Bro, I know the studio life, bro. Like, they they got over that. The least that he could do, that they could do, was let him do that because they know they probably ain't paid that man for none of his beats. None of his beats. All them damn... All them damn hit kid hits that they got, and they probably paid that man a dime. But of course, he a good kid, he a good dude. He don't want to say that. He don't. He not gonna go in, in into that. But the dude just like, where's the response from Glorilla after she speak? Like what? Like like after that post where the dude said she ain't see no money because she sold her masters and her publishing, bruh. Masters and publishing is like all you have, bro. That's all you have. Like, you, like she basically sold her whole catalog. Like, when you don't even, she basically sold her whole catalog, and she don't even have no catalog. So that's why the joke is on her, where everybody like, ha, 
congratulations, you don't give a fuck about your credit school, but now you're going to be rapping for free. Because, like, <laughs> you haven't even dropped another hit yet. And, like, like even the Cardi B song, she probably ain't made a damn penny off that song either. You see what I'm saying? Which the money she's spending is probably show money. Like that's the that's the one thing about it. that's why you gonna see him on the road every single fucking night. And you in your mind you thinking like, oh my god, they love their fans. They're grinding. They're grinding. Nah, they not grinding. That's what they have to do to get their money. You see what I'm saying? If you don't do them shows, your ass is broke. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the that's the easiest money. <clears throat> that's the easiest money that they can get. I don't think nobody gets any of that. Like, you know, uh, you know, like, like maybe in the, in the show, you know, Gotti is, you know, he probably signed that portion. Like, I'm pretty sure if, if who if Gotti making money off her shows and he had her publishing her masters, so it's like, nigga, like, even if she when she drop a project in my fucking 2025. Like, whatever it makes, that shit is going back to CMG. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit going straight to Gotti, regardless of what she do. Even if the shit go triple carpet or, carpet or something, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. Then she's still going to owe Yo Gotti and them the fucking carpet. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. Like, she does so. Like, it's no. It's like, bruh, she will have to be doing shows for the rest of her life, like, you know what I'm saying, like, for real, because, who, who knows how much money he gave her, like, what if he gave her, like, what if he gave her, like, she said 100K was lowballing, so what if he, he probably gave her, like, 300,000 or something, you know what I'm saying, he probably, he, if she, if she said 100K was lowballing, then I would say that the least amount she took from Gotti was probably, like, 300,000. Which will be double that. So, oh my God. <laughs> Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Oh, man. Whew. Thank God. Well, at least she'll make... <clears throat> at least she'll make something off the Cardi B joke. You know what I'm saying? At least. So. But Lord, have mercy. <clears throat>